Welcome to the Wonderland, everybody. It's great to have you listening, no matter who you are, where you are, how you are. And in the event that this podcast will somehow manage to challenge the known laws of the space-time continuum, when you are. Would you like some salami and cheese, by the way? I've got some right here. And I would happily share it with you if you were physically here to share it with me. But once again, you know, we come back to technological limitations. So, sorry, I'm going to have to edit it all myself. Right, moving right along. Those of you who have been really observant have probably noticed that in the course of the past four months or so, this podcast has undergone not only a change of artwork, but also a slight change of name. You see, after the first season, I decided that the show needed a simpler approach graphically in which people would be able to see exactly what the voice talking to them looked like rather than just some guy's head. In hindsight, that may have been a good idea or a bad idea. I'll let you be the judge. But also, in the interest of simplicity, I quietly renamed the show as The Wonderland, as I felt Jeff Healy's Wonderland was a bit too much of a mouthful or an earful or a brainful or whatever you'd like to call it. Anyway, that's what happened there. But stuff evolves, doesn't it? It evolves, it changes, it develops, it, uh, unexpected things turn up, good and bad, all the time. And they're going to keep randomly showing up, preventing us from living the fabulously beautiful lives which we've convinced ourselves we deserve, and therefore which should be theoretically possible to get and that we should theoretically be able to have and keep until we're too old to care. And you know, I think that's what we do. At least that's what I do. I tell myself that everything is good on paper, that everything therefore should be fine, and therefore everything will be fine. And then when it turns out that this thing or that thing ends up going pear-shaped and ruining my carefully laid plans and expectations, well, I can get quite cross. Anyway, look, it sometimes helps to think things like this through. And so, that's what we're now going to do, thanks to the existence of what is arguably the greatest podcast segment known to man. That's right. Theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to Theory Time. I think when we're born, the very first thing that we should be able to see when we pop out of mum's tummy is a huge sign with big, colourful, friendly letters on it saying something like, Welcome to life. Get ready for a lot of shit. Actually, the second part of that sign should be pointed at the parents, if you know what I mean. But I know what you're thinking. What a horrible, seemingly negative message to give to a newborn child. And of course it would be, that is, if anyone had actually the foresight to get the sign made and put in exactly the right spot in the delivery room. But in my defence, the kid can't read, right? So who cares? Look, at least we can say later on that we did our best to warn them. Not that they can exactly change their minds and crawl back in, though, I suppose. Thing is, look, no matter how good or bad or smart or dumb or clueless or well-prepared you are for each day that you spend here on planet Earth, when you get out of bed in the morning, you are fair game for life and its bottomless bag of tricks. 
And as such, you would do very well to remember that life takes great pleasure in finding creative and unexpected ways to deliver unexpected things. Some of them you don't deserve, some of them you do. And some of them are just like crazy pants. What the hell was that? What's really important, though, is to realise that this happens to everyone, okay? Without exception. In this respect, life really doesn't discriminate. And when I say unexpected things, I don't just mean bad things. I mean good things as well. Yeah, you know, as always, there's a yin to the yang, and sometimes they're actually inside one another, like those Russian Fabergé egg things. Is that what they are? No, no, it's the doll, isn't it? It's like the little Russian dolls where they, they're inside one another. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe. Anyway, look, it's the mystery. It's the mystery of life. Not knowing what's around the corner, good or bad, which is sort of annoying, I think. And so let's expect the unexpected, shall we? The good and the bad, and try to master our perspective on it all, because that's the best weapon we've got. Being able to just take a deep breath, shrug your shoulders, and move on. Because, look, life isn't out to get you, okay? It's actually out to get everyone. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, and that was our unusually all-inclusive episode of Theory Time for today. And moving right along, as we've become very good at doing here on The Wonderland, it's now time for Song of the Day, in which we listen to one of my musical creations, or alternatively, something from our exclusive stable of Wonderland-approved artists. And today, I would like you to hear a track from a friend and colleague of mine by the name of Mark C. Cole. Now, this one's taken from his most recent solo album, which is called The Adventures of Marcus Miller. Now, I haven't yet had the chance to ask Mark what the relationship between him and Marcus Miller is, but I'm pretty sure there is one, and it'll be an interesting tale to be told and to hear, and one which I'm pretty sure we will hear on a later episode. For now, though, let's kick back and enjoy an excerpt from the first track on the album, and this is The Younger Me. Hanging on back to the younger me I'm thinking of places that I've never seen I ain't got time to talk about your evolution Revolution. I was sick of being tied to a web of lies Semi-detached till I was 25 Watched up, stitched up, given up on the dream Right side 
Mark C. Cole with The Younger Me, taken from his most recent opus, The Adventures of Marcus Miller. Now, I've had a good listen to the album, and there's some great stuff there, so I reckon we'll be showcasing a bit more of Mark's stuff in the not-too-distant future. And in the meantime, of course, if you'd like to hear the rest of that song and the rest of the album, you can check out Mark C. Cole, that's C-O-L-E, on Spotify, Apple Music, and, of course, YouTube. Right, now, we've come to the part of the show where I share with you my latest mental meandering. And so, welcome once again to... Jeff's Thought of the Day. And a great big fat welcome to Thought of the Day. Now, today... I want to talk to you about something that turns up in my brain every now and then, and it's the subject of reincarnation. There have been people since the year dot, and not necessarily of the Hindu persuasion, who have sworn that this is really a thing. Of course, it's a difficult concept to prove, although the phenomenon of deja vu is sometimes thought to be connected to it. And we've all had deja vu. At least I'm suddenly getting the feeling that I have before. Hmm. Anyway, given that the Wonderland studiously avoids any serious discourse of either politics or religion, I just wanted to put a few of my own random thoughts about the ramifications of this really being an undisputed thing up for discussion. Now, to begin with, I think it's been agreed that If you were going to come back as something else in another life, or if you have been something else in a past life, it wouldn't have been an inanimate object, but the possibility of it being an animal does seem to be generally accepted. So I think I could handle that, provided that as part of the reincarnation process, we are given some choices as to what we're allowed to come back as, as well as where we're going to turn up after we do. Quite honestly, though, I think making the adjustment from human to animal would be extremely difficult without some kind of, I don't know, memory wipe to let us get on with life as a rhinoceros or a cat or a cow or a sperm whale. But this is something that would need to be done before you actually became whatever animal you're going to become. I don't think I'd be too concerned about which animal it was as long as the choices of what 
and where are included together in the package. For example, if the best choice I get offered is to come back as a cow, logically I would choose India rather than Texas, given that cows in India are considered as sacred rather than considered as steak. If I was to be a cat or a dog, I'd like to be the property of a wealthy animal lover, just as if the lady behind the desk in reincarnation headquarters decided that I was to be a fish or any other kind of animal, I could make it really easy for her by saying something like, look, just get me as far away from humans as animally possible. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how it all works out, won't it? I've got a feeling that after we die, we find ourselves in a situation where we kind of go, oh, so that's it, you know? So, mm. anyway, folks, on that positive and forward-thinking note, we're leaving today's thought of the day and that of course is it for the wonderland thank you so much for joining me and don't forget to subscribe so you get a notification of next week's show which to give you a little bit of a sneak peek there will be on friday anyway it's been great having you along for the ride folks take care of yourselves and i'll be talking to you again soon on yet another edition of the wonderland Just wonderland.